What's up, beautiful people of Atlanta and the greater Georgia area? We are the Music of Ma- uh, Music Madness podcast here at the Vox Office, bringing you some dope music opinions, dope music recommendations, because we got the best music taste in the whole city, you feel me? Whole state, whole freaking country, bro. But first, you know, we got to introduce our panelists. And of course, I'll introduce myself last because I'm the host, you know, so it's only right that I get everybody else going. So first, let's throw it to our dope producer. Hey, what's going on? I'm a producer. My name is Raymond. And a song I've been listening to lately is Sunday by Frank Ocean and Aero Sweatshirt. Um, hello, I'm Jaden. And the song I've been listening to this too is Bo Burnham, especially 1985 by Bo Burnham. Um, hey, my name is Kaylin. And the most recent song I've listened to was uh, Diva by Beyonce, but the homecoming version. What's up, y'all? My name is Imani, and the most recent song that I've been listening to is Good Morning by Kanye West off of his graduation album. And I am the host. If y'all didn't know, if y'all couldn't already tell, you feel me? So, yeah. But to start us off with the first topic, we got to hop into that Drake album, y'all. How do y'all feel about that Drake album for all the dogs, for the people listening, if y'all didn't know what it was called? So I was actually one of the people that woke up, woke back up at like was it six a.m. Mm-hmm. to listen to it, and the first song I loved it. I love Virginia Beach. I think that is probably the best song on the album. And then you know it kind of got a little bit, mm, like you said, like repetitive. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got to the end where I heard. Anytime I hear SZA on a song, it's just like the room evaporates. Like, I love SZA <laughs> so much. So with her being on that song, uh, Slime You Out. Like, I hear different opinions on that one song, but I think SZA really brings out the song mm-hmm. a lot. Same with, uh, what's that one song? that I'm linking on the song with her and Sexy Red. Oh, uh, Rich Baby Daddy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, SZA carried the song. Yeah. But yeah, how y'all feel about it? Honestly, I feel like Drake's, like, the arc that he's in as an artist right now, he's stuck making the same or similar types of music to what he was making back in 2018 with Scorpion. And I feel like it's because he's kind of like he doesn't have much reason to reinvent himself and really get super creative. And even with like honestly, ever mind, honestly, never mind, which was like I feel like his most creative album. Yeah, it still wasn't done the best in my opinion. So I feel like that's kind of the problem with this album. Is like he's like okay, people want the old me, but what he doesn't understand is when people say they want the old you, we don't mean you. 2018, 2017, 2016. They mean you from Take Care, you from So Far Gone, that 2009, yeah. 2012 era, Jake. That's what people really want. Because, like, a lot of times these artists be playing, like, too much into their own tropes. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Drake is the, the crybaby who sings about his ex and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that, that one meme. Oh, if you go out with, it, with Drake, he's going to make 10 songs about you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like, now, I mean, he's been in the game for o- over 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, but 
even then, it's still time for like a reinvention. Like he doesn't want to. I heard a post like saying like, "Oh, Drake doesn't want to be, uh, like, like you know how Jay Z after he got old, he started you know making more conscious music, music more about like, like as his fan base grows up, mm-hmm. like more music that would I don't know, like stocks and like, yeah stuff relevant to yes yeah, stuff age. relevant to him, mm-hmm. and like Drake is still making like party music. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. It's no reason that it's 2023 and the white frat boys are still out here bumping Drake. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it should be time to, like, change a different audience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like Drake, like, he, like, his music and kind of him, but let's not get into that. Let's not get into the, the stuff that he got going on personally, but more so with his music. I feel like his music has mature matured with his age. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, he's grown older, but his music still sounds the same as the one he was, like, 25 26 yeah. you feel me so i haven't even heard all of the album but like the few songs that i have heard just sound like basically the same so i'm not really not about my kind of music yeah and another thing with drake is his fan base mm-hmm. they ride or die for him like literally it doesn't matter what he puts out they're going to be there they're going to fight you off especially tiktok and twitter and really whatever social media they're gonna fight you off they're gonna be like Drake is better. Drake is Drake is greater than his. Drake is all that. You feel me? But yeah, and I feel like that's kind of a common thing with a lot of other like fan bases, especially because of TikTok and like even with yeah. underground rappers like Lucky. The more they blow up on TikTok, the more you have kind of like the Drake fans transitioning at their fan bases and kind of adding that mainstream toxicity to their fan bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's y'all thoughts on that though? Well, some fan bases are just like I've been listening to this per- person forever, so you don't really know him like I do. Mm-hmm. Like, why does that matter at all? Yeah, I feel like with tic- especially on TikTok or like social media, because now these artists are being like exposed to like younger fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like with like streamers or something. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these younger fans are like getting obsessed with these artists or like just acting like it's like a cult, like a cult following, cult fan base, and like they're just like mindlessly like acting like they're all like one unit you know what i'm saying like 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 with taylor swift bro like the whole fan base is all like like just this one hive mind like, i remember when the movie came out because i work at amc so when the movie came out like bro like cause i'm an usher so we gotta go in we gotta sweep the the floors clean all that so like when movies like little mermaid or the new toy story the the kids just leave a mess and like like when the Taylor Swift movie came out, I mean, popcorn was thrown everywhere. Like you can hear it from outside of the room that they're like yelling and singing along and stuff. Like it's it's bad. It was bad. Yeah, and like going off of that, like as you see on TikTok, they are in a circle doing what she's doing in the movie. Like some people actually want to go to the movie to go watch it, not to like scream, scream and, yeah, and dance in the middle Here of off. the movie and like. Also, I just saw talk about uh, yesterday. People went to go see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, mm-hmm. and they hear them screaming the Taylor Swift movie next door. Like that's not cool like, at all. It's almost like embarrassing to a certain extent. Yeah, and I felt like with Taylor Swift fans, they kind of embarrass themselves on the daily. Cause a few months ago, there was this uh, guy on TikTok. Y'all probably know a lot of and the people listening. Y'all probably y'all probably might have heard of this too. But he was saying. I think it was 1989 is better than like to pimp a butterfly which is insane because like i'll be i'll be fair i haven't listened to 
all of 1989 only at most maybe one song but like to pimp a butterfly is like that's like a generational like decade and genre defining type album so i don't know i I, I can't really agree with that what's your feelings on it though um i mean honestly like i i've lit because uh my old math tutor was like a big Taylor Swift fan, so I've listened to like a good portion of 1989, mm-hmm. about like like half of the songs on there that I can remember. But comparing, like like he was like on the TikTok, oh the Pippa Butterfly is fine, like not to like overhype Kendrick Lamar, but like lyrically that is one of the best put together albums of all time. Like un- downplaying it like that, but just saying fine, and that like. 1989 is drastically better than uh, The Pimp of Butterfly is crazy because 1989 isn't even uh, Taylor Swift's best album if we're being honest it's really not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, oh yeah. no you're good, you're good you sure? yeah um, but coming from like a girl's perspective like Taylor Swift is always going to be like someone at, like one of like I, I guess like one out of every girl's like friends would listen to Taylor Swift. So with me, like my friends listen to her. They're really big fans. Went to the concert, went to the movie multiple times. And so I have to hear it almost. And so me being also like black, cause I am also friends with like white people, but like me being a black person that listens to Kendrick as well. Like I, I can never agree with that. Like, that's kind of insanity. Even if you are a big Taylor Swift fan, you cannot accept the fact that that album was like amazing. Like, I don't know how to like feel about that. Like, cause it's Kendrick Lamar, bro. <laughs> like, right. that's like saying I don't even know. That's like it's like saying like graduation is like it's like saying 1989 is better than graduation or college dropout. Which is insane. Like, like I, I will fight somebody over college dropout. College dropout is my album. Yeah, but speaking of college dropout, we got to talk about Kanye fans, man. We got to talk he about made them, graduation, bro. though. Made graduation? No. But, bro, it's 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 so hard. Because, like, I used to be a huge fan of Kanye's music. And mm-hmm. his last five years, he's been killing me, man. It's like, can you please stop, bro? Can you just, like, shut up for, like, five seconds, five minutes even? Literally. Don't even get me started in the slavery was a choice. Harriet Tubman Harry didn't really Tubman. Harry Tubman didn't really free slaves because... What do you say? Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves because she brought them into to freedom and they just people. worked for more white people. <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking about? Exactly. And his and his not like the Nazi anti-Semitic comments yeah, that he's been bro, making over like, the last Like, he lost few. me on that so bad, bro. Because it's like... Some of it is just unnecessary. Like, you can tell he's still, like, hurting over, his, like, his divorce and his mm-hmm. wife and all that. Mm-hmm. But th- to just, like, throw the Jewish people in, what did they do? They did nothing <laughs> exactly. to you, bro. Exactly. And, like, Kanye West fans are just, like, they're so ready to defend him. Like, but he made graduation. He's not exactly wrong. Like, bro, like, do you, like, but graduation, though. But, like, college dropout, though. Like, bro, it's music. Mm-hmm. You got to, like, and this is another point they'd like to make. Separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to separate the art from the artist when the artist is trash. Mm-hmm. When the artist is, like, a bad person, it's kind of hard to separate yeah. it. Like, yeah. And, like, a lot of people make that case for R. Kelly as well. 
like separate the art from the artist but it's kind of hard to separate the art from the artist when the artist is touching children and little girls it's, yeah. it's kind of hard you feel me mm-hmm. but yeah like yeah but what's some good fan bases though because we've been talking about bad ones but like what's some like actually good ones rihanna for sure rihanna definitely has for a, sure when for she sure. came like anytime she comes out with something mm-hmm. everyone's always gonna be hype for it they're gonna yeah. be ready for it like i just know it she's going to come out with something next year just be prepared and everyone is already ready for it they're they all they're ready to save their money to buy that concert ticket when she came out when they announced she was being at the super bowl everybody was going crazy and even though i did see people say like oh like the performance wasn't really what i expected it's rihanna and she was pregnant too. And she so was like. pregnant like i just i think that her fan base is really really good yeah, her fan base is really good too. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard of him, but Shmino, his fan base is pretty chill, and it's because like, honestly, I don't know, his music and his vibe is very chill. So of course he kind of like attract chill and cool people. But like, yeah, I don't like Rayman. Like, what's a like a chill fan base? You know, um, because you already mentioned Shmino. I feel like MF Doom fans. I feel like we really don't hear like anything from them. Like For they real. they stay in their lane. They listen. They listen to the. They listen to their songs and stuff. Cause as an MF2 fan, like, bro, all all we gonna do is blast our music and just not be like, you know what I'm saying? We gonna or our J Cole fans. I feel. I mean, mm-hmm. they can kind of like over exaggerate them to an extent, but yeah. most J Cole fans are pretty like down to earth people and aren't gonna like. I don't know. They're not gonna harass like young. They're not young boy fans. They're not gonna like harass you about not liking his new album mm. or like like spam your comments or something like I don't know what do you what do you feel like it's some calm fan bases I have no idea honestly like, how would you rate Little Miles fan base like what do you think I have not found a single person who likes Little Miles really no most people don't even heard of Little Miles cause like no one no one's heard of him but the few people that have heard of him did not like him so he doesn't really have many fans. I mean, he has to have a good amount of fans to have a concert. <laughs> yeah, how, what's y'all opinions on the Doja Cat fan base? Because, like, Doja Cat's been in the news a lot recently, and she's been doing and saying and wearing a lot of crazy stuff. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's y'all opinions on her? I low-key think that the time where she was going crazy saying that she hated her fans and whatnot, she, like... I think that, like, the fans, they kind of stopped for a while, and then this new album came out, and it's like, once one good song has been heard, they're all fans again. So it's like, the quick switch-up is kind of what gets me. Like, I used to listen to the Doja Cat a lot, but after all that craziness, nonsense, I was like, I don't know. I There's sometimes where I really just can't separate the art from the artist, like, and that is a great example. Like, I... I don't think I could really listen to her without thinking all the dumb stuff she says. Like, literally, because a lot of times people try and, like, ex- excuse and, like, like disregard stuff the artist doing. Like, bro, she's on chat rooms with white supremacists shaking, shaking nosh. Like, she can't, <laughs> like, doesn't make any sense. And, like, oh, she's not racist, this, and the third, and all that. Like, if we're being honest, Doja Cat... She don't even like her fans. She don't like being famous. She says it like a thousand times. And people are still like, yeah, we're listening to the new Doja Cat album. Oh, my gosh. Stream Doja Cat. I'm going to her concert. Okay. It's like, 
bro, if she's really like a person. She's she's she reminds me of like a Discord troll. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like she she's like a Discord troll who used to go in chat rooms, shake butt, and blew up off a song, like a meme song about a cow. Like, mm-hmm. she blew up off a song about calling herself a cow, and now she's like going on world tours and stuff. So like, probably all that getting to that level so quick for being someone who's, you know, kind of on the internet doing weird stuff and being controversial. She's trying to, like, lose all her fans so she can go back to being in them chat rooms and and being a white supremacist fanboy or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah, honestly. And especially with her uh, wearing that one t-shirt. I forgot what white supremacist it was. Raymond, you should have the information us like a, like a video clip or whatever doja cat deletes and reposts cropped photo after being called out for wearing a shirt of alleged neo-nazi comedian sam hyde for sure like i don't know and honestly like when the chat room stuff came out that's when doja kind of lost me i just thought her music was fun at first like it was kind of funny mm-hmm. the uh what was it the mood song was like okay cool little funny like meme rap type type thing you feel me but i don't know like i just can't separate the art from the artist mm-hmm. you feel me what white supremacist chat room? I've never heard of this. You haven't? No. So, you got apparently, like, right around, I don't know the exact time, but it was a couple years ago, right when she was kind of popping off and stuff. Like, there was, like, video recordings of her in these, like, like almost like Omega-like chat rooms, but, like, strictly full of, like, white supremacists, neo-Nazis and all that. And she would, like, get on there, like, entertain them, start literally, like, twerking for them. And like, like I don't know, like almost like she got some sort of high off it or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They're just making it difficult to separate the artist from the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. And that's a common theme. Separating the art from the artist can be hard for some, you know, for specific artists like R. Kelly, like Doja Cat, like Kanye. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But while we head into our closing stages, I feel like one. Let's, you know, let's reintroduce ourselves. I'll go first. My name's Imani. Once again, I'm the greatest host in Atlanta. You feel what I'm saying? Pass it to my right. Hi, Kaylin. Give me that name. Mm-hmm. Great-ass panelist. Jaden. Great-ass panelist. Um, Raymond, you know what I'm saying? The, great, the greatest producer of all time. You feel me? And uh, real quick, before you head out and leave y'all beautiful people, we gotta, you know, we gotta let y'all know what some of our favorite songs or albums are. You feel some me? So recommendations. Oh God, some recommendations. You feel me? So I'll go first. I gotta put on Vashmino. You feel me? I don't know who brought him up, so I gotta put on Vashmino. I actually got two songs y'all should check out by him. Uh, this first song is called uh, "Rice and Gravy" by Shmino. Hop off the phone, Goldish. I know it's I'm focused on. And a little background in Shmino, he's a, well, I wouldn't say up and coming because he's really been out for about like six, seven years, but he's a rapper from St. Louis. Shout out to Sexy Red because he's from <laughs> St. Louis too. Yeah, he's a rapper out of St. Louis. He makes a lot of great music. He's worked with Dreamville, like J.I.D., J. Cole and all of them. He just makes cool, smooth, chill music. I don't know, like. If y'all check out Rice and Gravy or Somersault, which is another dope song by him, y'all would really understand what I'm saying. But I'll pass it to the producer. Ray, man, let us know what you like. Ray, let us know what you what you listening to, bro. 
you know on the lines of like that cool calm music i'm a i'm a i'm gonna say my recommendation for today is poetry by the hr factor q-tip and erica butter can you picture how a melody gets thought into existence rhythm section hits it and upholds it with persistence picture in the outline and you start to see the colors mm, okay so aquarians okay i feel that I feel you know what that. i'm saying it's a it's an it's on the lines of like that, like MF Doom, almost like like J Cole aesthetic type rap with Erica Badu on it. I feel like that's a great song, and it really just you know it, it just pictures. It's it's a great way to start your day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass it to you know our you know Miles fanatic. Right. Go ahead, let us know about you know, bro. Everyone should be listening to you know Miles. Okay, he's an up and coming meme rapper. Just had his first concert in Michigan. It was only twenty dollars. But the songs you gotta listen to, listen to are Honeymoon and Spider Man. This bad girl at the store, she's like a honeymoon. She brown skin bad, man, she like a honeymoon. So I had to hit her with the uh, where you from? I might have to DM her, she a honeymoon. Okay, if you think those are funny and just listen to all the songs, like, aren't you listening to them? <laughs> um, I got a few recommendations. I'm gonna do Frightened by Pharrell and Jay Z. Mm, also, Ape Shit by the Carters. Step my money fast and go. really risk listening to that as well and so yeah all right well yeah that has been music madness i hope y'all enjoyed the podcast and we're out